If you're not reaching your financial potential, you're going it alone as a solopreneur, or you're lacking fulfillment and meaning in your life, then this podcast is for you. In each and every episode, Rock helps you create breakthroughs and results so you can live life on your terms. So get ready to unleash more money, time, and magic in your life. Here's your host, Rock Thomas. Hey, welcome to another session of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life podcast. My name is Rock Thomas. I'm your host. And if you've been following me long enough, you know that I am the founder of M1, the mastermind group. This is a group of individuals that share common values in wanting to become successful, healthy, wealthy, and have rich relationships. But what does it mean to you? Well, it means there's a group of 400 people out there that maybe are achieving or have achieved the result that you crave. They're from all over the world, from all walks of life, but what they share is the practices of success and each and every day sharing their insights and their breakthroughs with each other, encouraging others to do the same thing. You see, you don't have to do it alone. I'm really proud of their success stories and I would love for yours to be the next one. If you are serious about getting out of your own way and creating a life you're excited about, then get on a call with one of my team members at rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call and get started today. Welcome to another session of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life, and you are going to get rocked today by none other than my good friend, Robert Gill, who is the founder and CEO of Epic Financial Strategies. He's also a business advisor and partner to Chris Crone and Sean Kelly, and he is a wealth of information when it comes to strategizing what to do with your money. A lot of times people are struggling to make money, but when you've got the money, you've got to then get strategic and know what to do with it. We're going to take a deep dive on a conversation around life insurance and investments. Robert, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, Rock? How are you? Thanks for the invite. Well, I'm doing epic. How are you doing? I'm epically doing epic as well, brother. So listen, let's uh, give some people some color here because you are a powerhouse as a person. I got to do an event when you were in the room and you could just tell when some people have the it factor. They're just, their their energy, the way people refer to them, the way you move around the room. And one of the things I noticed about you is you always start conversations in the form of how can I help you? What can I do? How can I serve? So I'm, I'm lo- I'd like to know where that comes from. But before, why don't you take us a little bit back, just a brief visit with your childhood, where you grew up and how you became who you are. Yeah, thank you for that uh, access, uh, Rock. I, I grew up in a small town in New Jersey, um, 75,000 people, at least when I grew up, in a three-mile peninsula, 12 miles outside of Manhattan. And uh, I was the youngest of four. And in my neighborhood, everybody knew whose parents were alcoholics, whose siblings were drug addicts. Uh, The schoolyard was a living room. Um, There was no doubt survival of the fittest. And, you know, based on where you were at in the pecking order, you had to figure out where your place was. Um, It wasn't Queens or Brooklyn, but it wasn't too far off from Queens or Brooklyn. It was it was within that same range, whether it was chestnut chestnut fights in the schoolyard, people coming in to play Atari, but robbing your baseball cards. It didn't really matter. There was always, there was always head on a swivel and um, always had to stay on your toes. So that was, that was what was going on in the early childhood. In my house, uh, my dad was a police officer 
and he was that for 27 years. There was um, a lot of alcoholism. And I had an older sister who at a very young age was a heroin addict by the time she was 16 and I was eight. So that's like an early glimpse of what the world looked like in my in my house. My parents never divorced. They stayed married for 49 years before my dad passed away. May he rest in peace. Um, but early on, it was, you know, listen, I would save my money in, in, in a piggy bank from having a paper out. And my older brother would take it to go buy a suit because he just got a job on Wall Street. I never had a say. So it was almost like a community uh, situation early on. I think it's what drives me today. It's amazing how so many entrepreneurs have had A, difficult childhoods, and B, started a freaking paper route. <laughs> you know, if it's not that, it's cutting lawns or shoveling walkways for little old ladies. But um, there's got to be something in that where the problem solving person was developed at a young age. What do you think about that? That's a great, great question. I think back, you know, we would deliver the papers Monday through Thursday, and then on Friday, it was thing. It, it was called collection, and you would have to go to each and every person to get the money uh, that they owed you. And when you think back on it, I always remember there was there was folks that just didn't pay it for three or four weeks at a time. You know what I mean? Um, so overcoming the expectation of of what you were going to make that day versus what you made, uh, the time you put into it, how to get more creative, when to knock on the door. You know, if you're delivering the paper after school from 3.30 to 4.30, people aren't home until 7 o'clock at night. So you got to go back. And then you got to go back. It's almost like fortune and follow-up. You got to go back the next day uh, <laughs> to be able to get your money. So, yeah, that's an excellent point. Thank you for that. And I never even thought of it. So take us to where you're at today. You're a successful businessman. And um, you really like to help people in an area that some people leave um, – for a later conversation, sadly, we're not educated in, in the arena. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, when I think back to uh, a time in my life where um, money in my house was always scarce, um, there was always fights about money. Uh, there was always disagreements about money. My dad worked three jobs. And when there was no money left at the end of the week, he would blame my mom. Um, you know, there was whose name was on the milk in the refrigerator. And I always remember thinking, you know what? When I get older, I'm gonna have a say in my money and and not repeat, you know, what I was brought up in. So it took me down the path of of where I originally started working on Wall Street. I was opening new accounts over the phone. Uh, from 1998 to 2004, I opened up 3,000 accounts just by doing 300 dials a day. Um, and as time went on, I began to really learn, you know, the the planning side of it. And what I noticed is people, for many reasons, but most specifically, they're not educated on money because, number one, it's not taught anywhere. And then, number two, they're constantly changing the rules and creating these new products. So at the end of the day, if somebody's working a nine-to-five, they really don't have time to think about their financial planning. And it becomes an avoidance thing, Rock, which means that it just kind of stacks and builds on itself. They never pay attention to it. And they just... They just do what everybody else does and put it into a 401k, not to say that that's right or wrong, but there's really no education and science behind their thinking. 
Yeah, well, but let's talk about that because, you know, this is rock your money, rock your life. And I don't believe in single digit returns. I believe in double digit returns in your investments if you want to get ahead of the game. And yet we are taught as a culture, you know, be careful, put your money in a 401k, an IRA, uh, get six, seven percent to keep it safe, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so there's this hypnosis about this. What do you do that helps people get ahead of, of the money game and change that pattern? You know, uh, once again, thank you so much. When you think about money, it has a charge and people don't want money because there's a bunch of presidents on a piece of paper. People want money because of the feeling that it gives them, right? Whether it's a feeling of control, whether it's a feeling of safety, whether it's a feeling of, you know, they got things under, you know, everything they want in place. So, so people are after that feeling. Now, when it comes to the education, to your point, if somebody's going to say, look, I have 18000 a year, I'm going to put it into a 401k for, for the next 20 or 30 years, and I know when I retire, it's going to get taxed at ordinary income, and I take on all the responsibility for that, then, then God bless them. If they understand that it's going to be taxed at a high bracket when they retire, the challenge is folks think they're going to get money tax-free when they retire, because they were told by some advisor that they would be in the lowest tax bracket in rock. <clears throat> We don't know what taxes are going to be 10, 20, 30 years from now because they constantly change them and they've changed them 40 times since the 60s, right? right. So, so if we know that inflation is, behind, is, is upon us, they're printing money left and right, we also know that taxes right now are the lowest they've been in over 50 years at the highest level. There's really nowhere to go but up. However, they play games and some of the games are inflation. Inflation, as you know, erodes the buying power of the dollar bill. So what we do at Epic, we want to make sure that there's, number one, what is each and every person's economic philosophy, first and foremost? We sit down, we ask questions, we have a team here. We want to know what their goals and objectives are. We want to know where they want to be. First of all, we want to show them where they are on the map. And then, you know, where they want to be, we want to show them how to get there based on what they want to do and have a real, honest conversation that could take them down that path. And that conversation may mean, listen, you got to go out to eat twice less a month. You, you might want to cut this out. You might want to cut that out if you want to save this amount to get to where you want to go. Now, to your point, single-digit rates of return, yeah, I mean, that, that's a hard life to live. Do you own your own business? Is there infinite rates of return? Do you collaborate with other folks? Um, do you finance your own debt? Does your money make money in other investments while you're parking it somewhere else? These are real-life healthy conversations with folks providing they're willing to do the action steps. So how would you, it sounds like a little bit of tax advice, a little bit of financial advice. How would you characterize um, the role you play in, in somebody's life? So Epic Financial Strategies is our brand. We have two divisions, which is Epic Insurance Services. We also have a fiduciary side, which is Epic Wealth Management. Uh, I'm under the belief if you, if you have a one-stop shop, financial planning, economic and wellness center, where uh, the right hand is talking to the left hand. In other words, Rock, is your accountant speaking to your insurance agent? Is your insurance agent speaking to your fiduciary? Is your fiduciary speaking to your estate attorney? Uh, we provide that opportunity and being able to provide that opportunity, we wanna be able to kind of create a map and a program where people have access and they can see their world real time at the click of a button. Where they can see their world real time at the click of a button. So at the end of the day, uh, they can look and see where all their accounts are, but they can also add all their planners to that website, which is a personal financial website that we help build. 
and in that space it creates clarity and it allows folks to make decisions based on logic math and science not emotional timidity that's awesome so you have a network of people that are part of the team that you can refer people to does that include any legal advice or any legal references for people that are incorporating companies and things absolutely. like that absolutely 100 percent. that's fantastic yep. that's great yep. And so tell us a little bit now, let's take a little peek under the hood. What have you done to build your business as an entrepreneur? Because a lot of people that are listening to this podcast, they, they don't necessarily only need your services. They may be interested, how does somebody like that build this business of a business? Yep. So um, for me, I was a, always a very good individual producer, right? Being in the business and... I struggled on the business. And then I read Tony's book, Tony Robbins, Money Masters of the Game. And with that book, what I took from that book, not only was the education phenomenal for all the folks out there that just need to get educated, but what I noticed, Rock, and, and this will make sense, is that from his stage, he was talking about creative planning and people were going to creative planning because of what he was saying about them on stage and in the book. So I thought it was a marketing genius. So. I said, I want to build something like that. And two years later, I go to Tony's event, egotistically thinking that there's 20,000 people there and I was going to have a chance to meet Tony. That's where I was at, right? Um, it took me all but 10 minutes to realize that, that there was no shot at that happening. But for the four days at UPW, I really learned a lot of cool things that led me to go down and become a platinum partner. And along the way, though, about a month and a half after that, I met Sean Callagy. And that's an important piece of the story because Sean, to me, Rob Gill in 2017, was an example of what Tony was talking about on stage. So about six months after I met Sean, I invited him into my office and, and you know, he's the creator of, and founder of Unblinded, which is a integrity-based sales organization teaching professionals how to go from hello to yes uh, with integrity, with predictability. But at the time that didn't exist, but I knew he was, he was a guy that could create something like that. So I said, hey, Sean, why don't you be Tony Robbins and Epic can be creative planning. And that was in March of 18, fast forward a year later, me, him and Chris formed, you know, Epic in a partnership at Epic. Epic already existed, but they became partners at Epic. And what I had envisioned in 2015, four years later came true. So now for all the listeners, Rob Gill turned into a business owner while still being a, a operator, right? And what we've done in the last 12 months through COVID, we've increased our sales team from six to 15 folks, brought on an additional three administrators, and every single one of my persons in 2020 had their best year ever. Um, I say that because from a entrepreneur standpoint, merging ecosystems, creating partnerships that are transparent, uh, where everybody's winning, and having a game plan of congruency it allowed us to really maximize in that space. And by the way, that's how I met you when I met you, you know, through those same type of ecosystem merger strategies. And, um, and I think for anybody out there, no matter what business you're in, uh, everything I said is transferable. It's that you don't have, as a matter of fact, financial planners don't even do what I do. Uh, they don't know how to do it because they're taught such an antiquated way on how to present their products that 95% of them fail anyway. Um, not because they're bad, but just because they don't know how to create and cultivate their own relationships and then bring on team members. And, and that's the biggest thing that I learned uh, through Tony into Sean and into Chris Crone was the ability to create on the business 
accelerated strategies. And I can't say that enough. Beautiful. Now, <clears throat> you have a part of your personality that, that, for me, my experience is you just really seem to want to help people. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're very cordial. Um, is that something you got from your mother or your father, that kind of personality? You know, growing up, um, the way and where I grew up, it was all about respect, sometimes dysfunctional respect, right? Um, but always coming across people that struggled and having empathy for folks. And I think that that really all came into play for me. You know, Rob Gill hasn't had a drink of alcohol since July 1996. Um, and in the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, which by the way, I'm not here to tell anyone to do that. I'm just telling my story. Um, you know, in those 12 steps is a pathway to a greater connection of whoever and whatever your higher power is. And it's really about giving kindness to others. That's why Tony resonates so well with me. The art of living is giving. And I really seek to hear who people are and what they want. And if I can help them, I want to be able to help them with boundaries um, and being able to be valuable. I feel like I have a mission. I'm on a mission to be an example to God, uh, be an example of God's grace and somebody that lived two lives, one of self-imprisonment of drugs and alcohol, and then one of freedom. Yeah. I, I love that. And it comes through as, um, you know, as a, as a gentle bear, you know, um, you've got, like I said before, the presence, but you also have this, this kindness to it. So I appreciate that. So if, if who's the typical good, good client for you? Like if somebody's listening to this and they're like, you know, I don't know if that's me, what are the typical people that are best suited to um, be in touch with you and your organization? Thank you. Um, I think one of the things people should ask themselves first is do all of their planners communicate together on their benefit or for their benefit? That's, I think that's the first thing they should really ask themselves. Um, but for us, we don't discriminate. You know, we are, we are looking for family oriented folks that are, that are seeking education and proper advice, whether they're individuals, corporate executives, entrepreneurs, um, there may be, hey, they may say, look, I already have a planner, but I need help on the insurance side or vice versa. Um, we could work with anybody in any single part of what they want to work on. Okay. And <clears throat> what, what are the different options people have? Do they, do, do they invest in you on a monthly basis? Is it, they place money with you? That's how they get, comp that's how you get compensated. How does that part work? Yeah, so, so as far as um, you know, once we sit down with folks and we take them through what we call the educational success process and we figure out where they want to put their money and how they want to put their money, um, it's then in that situation that we get paid by the financial institutions where we place your business. If it is on the fiduciary side, which I am not a fiduciary, there's one down the hall, a fiduciary arm, typically their fees in that space would be 1% a year on any kind of managed money or less based on the size. Got it. Uh, but we don't charge a financial planning fee. We don't charge a fee to sit down with you and talk to you. Um, you know, we 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 are so good at at financial organization that our our outcome kind of covers itself. And and typically, when we take someone through a process, there is some kind of relationship that gets developed. That's awesome. And you've made personal development a big part of your life. <clears throat> How important is that culturally in an office like yours? What a, you know what? I've been on a lot of podcasts and I got to tell you, no one ever asked a question because you could be, and that is a dynamite question, Rock,
because you could be the smartest guy in the room when it comes to uh, financial products, maybe even financial strategies. But if you can't show up in a peak state and have empathy and communicate on a high level to the person across the table, you're not going to get them as a client. So for me, peak performance, which in the past would be something that I felt like, hey, I just got momentum that day. I never realized that there was a science behind it, which is what Tony opened me up to, obviously, knowing that you could really tap into a strategy to create that flow and peak performance if you get it into your body and you understand the triad. Um, how you process information, what is your body like when you're processing that information, and then how you convey your message. And, and for planners, just like anything else, if they show up in a peak state through morning rituals and strategies that, that allow them to, no matter what's going on, just kind of eliminate all the noise behind them, they will create not only their own improved culture, but they'll attract other professionals around them to want to be a part of what they're doing. I love that. And and do you guys have any rituals as an organization that you do, or do you just direct people to some of the, the teachings that you uh, have learned? Yeah. So I I, I don't I, I I share with them what I learn. Um, you could always tell who's listening and who's not. You know. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I always like to make everything the coalition of the willing. Um, you know, if they want to improve, they know who to call, how to call. As long as they're responsible uh, daily and treat the client at the highest possible standard and level, that's the first ticket in the door to work here. But within our group, you know, we have a very good energetic synergy. We're all involved in Chris's coaching as well as unblinded coaching. So they get to hear certain things anyway. Right, right. Um, but I don't tell them what rituals they should do in the morning. You have been listening to Rob Gill. He's the founder and CEO of Epic Financial Strategies. He's an advisor and business partner to Chris Crone and to Sean Callagy. And he is a good human being, you can tell. I want to thank you for showing up on Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. How can people get hold of you, buddy? Yeah, listen, they could just go to www.epicfinancialstrategies.com. Um, they could also go to YouTube and check out our daily videos. That's educational, which is Rob Gill dash Epic Financial Strategies. You know, we are pushing content out, out daily and educating in all different parts of the planning process. And um, I'd love to talk to anyone from your show that, that wants to hear more. Awesome. And you can also probably check Rob Gill out on Clubhouse as uh, that's going to be a new platform that everybody's playing with. You'll see me out there also, probably the two of us hanging out. And if you like what you're hearing, make sure that you subscribe to this show. You share it with some friends. We are always bringing on guests that are going to add value to your life and help you rock your money so that you can rock your life. My name is Rock Thomas and I am your whole life millionaire mentor. I look forward to pouring into your life on this platform or on any other one. We'll see you on the next show. So that's it for today's episode of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. Then head on over to rockyourmoneyrockyourlife.com and pick up a copy of Rock's free gift so you too can reach your financial potential, enjoy extraordinary success, and live the life you've imagined. Join us on the next episode.